There have been big protests in eastern Libya after the collapse of two dams during a storm triggered catastrophic floods. The United Nations has now revised its estimate of the number of confirmed deaths to around 4,000, with at least 5,000 people still missing. Our correspondent Anna Foster has more from the port city of Derna, where the mayor's house appears to have been burned down by angry protesters. Anger and blame in Derna. After a week of struggle for its flood survivors, they raised their voices. This group gathered at the landmark Al-Sabaha Mosque to protest. And then, as night fell, there were videos that seemed to show the mayor's home set on fire. And Derna is paying a terrible price. Children, women, my, my mother, my mother, my brother, my sister, all dead. But they are not living here, they are living in the next street. This is a bad situation. We don't know, we don't need food, we don't need clothes. We need where we are live. We joined Turkish recovery teams in this sealed-off zone to see their work. This is one of the streets that's been painstakingly cleared of victims, more than 500 in this area alone. But it's still such a small part of the devastation, and you can see there is still so much more to do. These buildings were overcome with water 20 to 30 metres deep. Bodies have been found as high as six floors up. When the floods came, it was a split-second decision for people living here. Would they be safer to stay or escape? In a school not far away, Khalima knows she made the right choice. She brought her five children here before their home was swept away, and it saved their lives. My big son asking me, Mom, where is my neighbor? Where is, uh, where is my friends? Uh, water going take us a death. He's every 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 time asking me. I can't answer him. I answer him. He's going. He's good. Their family. He say no, mama is dead. I hear. There are no lessons in this school. No homes to go back to. For now, the lives of this city's children are on pause. Anna Foster, BBC News, Derna. Well, let's get more from Anna Foster in eastern Libya with more on the protests. Well, late yesterday afternoon, hundreds of people gathered outside at the main mosque in the centre of Derna. It's now right on the edge of that, that new chasm that has been carved out of the city. Uh, they were chanting, they were protesting against the authorities here in eastern Libya. Don't forget, of course, this is a, a divided country. There are two rival governments, rival administrations, one in the west and one in the east who are responsible for things here. And this group of protesters say that those dams, they believe that they were not properly maintained and that they should have withstood the volume of water uh, that came when the rains fell more than a week ago. I put that point actually a few days, a few days ago at the weekend to uh, the Prime Minister here, Osama Hamad, the Eastern Prime Minister, when he was touring the area uh, and he said that it was nature and it was God and nothing could have withstood those rains. Now, of course, it's very difficult at this stage to know the truth of all of that. But the anger uh, was palpable in Derna yesterday. We could hear the chanting echoing 
uh, through the centre of the city. And then later in the evening, we saw these pictures emerging on social media, which appeared to show the mayor of Derna's home being set on fire by protesters. There were suggestions, again, that he perhaps had not done his job in maintaining the dams. But what I can tell you is that the anger, the grief here in Derna, the frustration for these survivors who are, are living in the middle of a, an impossible-to-imagine situation is really causing huge tensions here in eastern Libya, an area that already knows that so well. Well, let's cross live now to Beirut, where we can speak to our Middle East correspondent, Lena Sinjab. I wonder, Lena, if you can put the protests that we're seeing today into context. You know, Anna mentioned the, the grief, the anger that is really bubbling to the fore. But what about the protests? Is that something that would be unusual in Libya? Well, that's certainly something very, um, you know, common to see with the, with people, you know, uh, losing this big number uh, of lives, especially that over and over again, we've heard from various people in Derna that they've complained to the authorities about the conditions of the dam and that B, they haven't uh, got any warning when the flood happened. And the rescue operation, the instant rescue, was not uh, enough to uh, save lives. So the least that they can do is to express their angers towards those they held responsible for their misery, for the loss of lives, for the loss of homes that they've seen. Of course, over the past decade, after the toppling of late President uh, Muammar al-Qaddafi, you know, these kind of forms of um, expression of protest and anger uh, have not disappeared from the Libyan streets because they were not happy with both governments, rival governments, one controlling the East and one controlling the West. But this is really completely different story. This is not an argument about politics or shares of oil or shares of uh, of power. This is life. This They have lost entire relatives, they have lost uh, their homes. A quarter of the city of Derna disappeared in the sea. So the least that they can do is the voice their anger in the hope that one day these kind of governments will be accountable for their own people and will be uh, acting in, in a responsible and efficient way for them. You know, we're still seeing a pretty good big gap between the official death toll and the estimated death toll. Now, of course, what more can you tell us about that painstaking process to identify the dead? And, and when do you think we're going to get more clarity on the true death toll? You know, I think everyone is taken by surprise and people are quite shocked about the mass, uh, you know, gravity of the situation. People are still looking uh, for their families, for uh, their relatives, um, you know, Probably if there's an efficient government there, also going through the registry of the residents, the number of residents, calling up who's traveling, who's there. So really to get a clear figure of the number of dead versus missing, it's going to take, you know, probably days and weeks before it's clarified. Of course, that is also ongoing while, you know, rescuers and, you know. Okay, Lena for the dead as well. Thank you very much, Lena Sinjab, speaking to us from Beirut. Thank you.